the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the Daily Show Prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. It's Mark Eisner back with you again, filling in for Dennis Prager. It is now my 15th year filling in for Dennis, and it never gets old. In fact, Zach, thank you for the song. Zach is filling in for Sean, and uh, I got, he just said to me, just consider that it's like it's a fill-in pilot, and it's my first day, so he reminded me of a story. I'm getting on this plane, and I have a plane flight tonight, but I'm getting on this plane, and the pilot announces that it's the first day for the flight attendant. So why don't you congratulate her? And she comes back and to the plane, and she gets to my spot, and she said, uh, oh, I'm you know the new flight attendant for the day. And I said, better you than the pilot. So Zach is the pilot today. It's his first day. No, it's not your first day, right? You, you've probably done this at least two or three times. Anyway, if you had said to me 15 years ago that I'd be filling in for Dennis Prager, let alone for this length of time, I would have thought I could have no greater career honor. And such it has been, a great career honor. Even if the last time I was on, a listener wrote that as a Republican, I should be dead. He said, and he, he knows I was a teacher, he said, he didn't even teach one student, let alone have a microphone. So I wrote back thanking him for his openness about his belief in free speech. But that was the exception. Most of you are very kind, very nice. You know you can reach me at markeisler at AOL.com or on Facebook at Mark Eisler. I, I try to answer all of your emails, so give it a try and I will respond. But that angry email writer got me to thinking about what our people don't really know. I mentioned that in my history classes, in my government classes, they may learn a lot, but I would be satisfied if they just learned two basic facts about our founding documents, or at least two, you know, how crucial these founding documents were and why they're so important, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. They are so important that others have tried to copy us by writing a similar constitution, but they have failed because they didn't live out the meaning of that document with their principles and values. So one country thought, I, I know, I'll build an airport like the United States of America has. And they thought they'd be as free and as rich as we were, as we are, not understanding that it was our values and our principles in those documents that made all the difference. Of course, you know, we're in danger of losing those founding principles now. And in fact, those in charge now have no respect for our founding documents or our founders, except when they think it's convenient to refer to everything. You know, once in a while they say, oh, but in our Constitution. But they really don't believe in that. 
they have no real belief in them, or they could never have created the police state we're now in, or go after their political enemies as tyrants do in other countries, or have a two-tier system of justice, one for those who agree with them, that's what's happened now, and one for those who disagree with them. We're fighting the communists in China and Russia, but how different are we from them? When government can shut down businesses because of their perceived threat to health, if they're left open, when we jail political opponents of the regime, some in solitary confinement, when we have our once preeminent law enforcement agencies like the Justice Department, need I say the FBI, who go after their political opponents, when people are fired because they exercise their free speech rights, or when people are too afraid to speak out, if you remember the book 1984, what was predicted there is very close to what's going on now. So the late great comedian Zach never heard of him. Mort Saul once said, you didn't hear him, right? You never heard him, right? All right, be honest. All right. Sean wouldn't have heard of him either, I don't think. In a, he used to do a weekly review of the news on, on television. He said the Russians had just arrested an American in Russia because of their speech activities. Actually, that happened recently. And to equalize things, our government also arrested an American because of their speech activities. That was a joke told many years ago by Mort Saul. And what did they say about life imitating art? And so it is. So I thought today I would stress the next thing most Americans could probably not elaborate on in our founding documents. Our founders realized that we needed a statement of their rights called the Bill of Rights. After all, kings and queens and tyrants didn't believe in that. They, they gave their people very few rights. So the founders, in their wisdom, outlined them. And what do they choose as their first Bill of Rights? Why, the most important one, as stated in the First Amendment. That's why it's in the First Amendment. So here it is. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peacefully to assemble and to petition the government, watch this one, for a redress of grievances. Wow, what a mouthful. And in their wisdom, as I said the last time I was on, they knew what might happen, how it could be undone. All of their work at producing this experiment in liberty. Which is why, if you remember, that lady asked Benjamin Franklin, uh, what kind of government do we have? And he said, a republic, if we can keep it. They knew that tyrants would try to restrict the practice of freedom of religion because those who believe in religion can't be totally controlled. That's one of the first things government tries to do. The left has always wanted the government to be everyone's religion. By the way, those who mistakenly use the First Amendment to say the founders spoke of the separation of church and state are clearly wrong. They said nothing of the kind. They just didn't want the government establishing one religion for everyone or prohibiting people from practicing their own religion or maybe no religion. It was all there. That's what the First Amendment says about that. But there it is. By law... The Congress cannot abridge the freedom of speech or the freedom of press. They wanted the press, of course, to be like a fourth estate, holding the government to accountable. But these days, you know that. The press is in bed with one of the political parties. With the exception of talk radio, there are a few holding the government accountable now, 
except you guys, except the people out there. But there it is, freedom of speech. It's why it's in the First Amendment. We can say anything we want. I'm sure you've heard this before, with few exceptions, like you can't yell fire in a crowded theater when there's no fire. That exactly means speech you don't like, because who cares about censoring speech you do like? You would never ban that. That's why I don't like hate speech laws. I thought hate speech is exactly part of what they meant by free speech. I'm sorry you think it's filled with hate. And maybe you're right, but that's not the point. Anyway, if that was a real good argument, who would decide on what is hate speech? The government that you're protesting against? Oh, yeah, that, they, they should decide if that's hate speech. Or maybe radical protesters like Antifa or Black Lives Matter who won't let conservatives speak on college campuses, among other places. I saw this myself years ago when I tried to defend myself. If you remember the Rodney King riots, I went before the L.A. Police Commission. And L.A. Police Commission uh, didn't really want to hear what I had to say. And Daryl Gates, he was the police commissioner at the time, said, they'll never let you speak. Everybody got five minutes. So here's what I did. I started by saying, no one could help but be offended by what happened to Rodney King. But, and the crowd yelled right on. I remember that. And then I said, I de switched and I said, but if you think changing the, the police department is going to make the difference in the lives of ordinary people who rely on them to defend them, you're sadly mistaken. And then the crowd booed for the rest of the five minutes. I never got to say another word. And all you could hear was the chairman, chairwoman at that time saying, I'll never forget, your time is up. And I said, yeah, but I didn't get a chance to speak. She said, your time is up. Well, guess what? All of our time is up if we don't have freedom of speech. And who was part of this crowd not letting me speak? Why, none other than Maxine Waters a few feet away from me. I could see her. She was just part cheering the crowd on. You know, don't let him speak if he disagrees with us. So, no, the left will never let you exercise your free speech rights. And that was true over 20 years ago, 30 years ago, whenever this happened. I don't remember. And that First Amendment concludes with a right to petition your government for a redress of grievances. And isn't that what most of the protesters were doing on January 6th? I'm not condoning what some of them did, you know, if they rioted, that kind of stuff. But sure, it surely wasn't what Nancy Pelosi and the rest of the left called it, an insurrection. Unless putting your feet up on the desk is an insurrection. These are dark days we live in when we have to worry about exercising our freedom of speech. Tell me what you think. Am I overdoing it? Do you worry about voicing your freedom of speech? Let me know what you think. At 1A Prager 776, I'm Mark Eisler, filling in for Dennis Prager. Every day when I pass a mirror, I still can't believe it. It's me! I'm looking back at myself. I never thought I'd be this fit again, but 42 pounds ago, I decided to take control of my health. And with the help of my PhD weight loss and nutrition, I'm so glad I did. The program is simple. Dr. Ashley Lucas and her amazing team customize a plan for your body to make it simple. They even provide 80% of your food at no additional cost. They treat your entire person as one. Dr. Ashley believes that all change starts with the mind. She'll help you to change your behavior when it comes to food and think differently about food 
so you'll never gain the weight back. Give them a call right now at 864-644-1900 and they can answer all your questions. If I can do it, you can do it. Mark, I start filling in for Dennis Prager and I was talking about free speech and I start to ask you, do you worry about voicing your freedom of speech? Do you worry about losing your job because of what you might say? What examples do you have to share? Let me know at 1-8-Prager-776. And here's someone I like to go to people who disagree with me. Let's go to Glenn. In, uh, and Zach, if I don't get him on there, on the button there, I got him. Okay. Glenn, you're on with Mark. How are you? Yes, sir. So uh, I've called you in the past. Uh, I only call in when you make these comments and these statements. And, again, and I, I, I have a running philosophy that I – uh, live with about humanity, human beings, that people say things all the time that they don't believe. And I'll give you an example. Uh, people talk about America being systemically racist. And then the same person that talks about how bigoted and systemically racist America is, in the next very next argument will say, now line up and get the shot from that systemically racist, bigoted country. So I believe that people believe people say things all the time that they don't believe. And I, I, I think I have one for you here. I'm going to bring it up again. I brought this up to Sebastian Gorka, who utters the same thing. You guys are hardcore back to blue, you, but you guys are willing to talk about how America is turning in. By the way, let me just full disclosure: I don't back the blue, so I'm, 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 I am, I am not. I don't hold the position that you and uh, Sebastian Gorka hold. But just run with me because you guys do. But then you just uttered about 15 minutes ago in your whole monologue about how America is turning into a police state. These are your terms, actually. Uh, and Sebastian Gorka uses it all the time. Police state tactics, fascistic tactics, and the like, which is fine. But then how is it that, that – so I've come to the conclusion that you guys don't really believe this. Because in the very next argument, you guys will say, now let's back the blue. So how is it that in one argument you can talk about America turning into a police state but then in the very next sentence, you'll tell someone like me, and you'll be serious. I don't think you're being deceitful or, 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 or you know, there's any guile in what you say. But then you'll sit there in the very next argument. You'll say, now that's the blue. Okay, good. You, you made a strong argument. So what I do is I differentiate, and it's a very fair argument, I differentiate between local police and the federal government. Our founders didn't want the federal government to do any more than it was absolutely necessary. So when I've, and I don't care what other hosts say, I don't mean I don't care. Yeah, I, I let them speak for themselves is what I mean. So when I do it, I mean the federal government acting as a police state, raiding homes with unbelievable force. Or the FBI now, I don't have much faith in them anymore, the FBI coming in and asking all kinds of things. And then if you say something inadvertently, they hold you, you know, accountable. When on January 6th, they put people in prison for years uh, and some of them in solitary confinement. That's what I mean by police state, not local police. And by, by the way, I have to say this, like I tell my students, they're good and bad teachers, good and bad talk show hosts, good and bad policemen. I, you know, I don't know why you don't back the police, but that's up to you. But that's my differentiation. So when I say police state, I'm talking about the federal government. When I say I back the, the police, I mean locally. Because who else out there, Tom, is there to defend us? Uh, I'm sorry, it's not Tom. Uh, I, I lost your... Uh, Glenn, yeah. Who else is out there defending us, Glenn, if not the police? So I appreciate your call, but we we have a different take on what makes it a police state or, you know, where our rights are. I'm talking about the Bill of Rights especially today. The founders of this country knew how tyrannical the federal government could be. 
That's why in our founding we have, here's what the federal government does, here's what the state government does, and the rest of the rights go to the people. So that, that's where we probably disagree, but I appreciate your call. Tom in, uh, I see you're punched up already, Tom in Louisville, Kentucky, you're on with Mark. Hi, hi Tom. He's not there? Did we lose him? He dropped. So that's what I was trying to say. It's so important that we understand what's happening in this country now. What, what, what's happened is something I never would have envisioned many years ago, that we act like a banana republic, where your political opponents are your enemies, and you can uh, arrest them. And uh, Look what's happening with President Trump. I mean, imagine a former president of the United States, it has never happened before, is indicted by a local DA who, in this case it's a local person, that's true, but egged on by the rest of them in the, in the federal government. But everybody's after Trump these days, but that's a different issue. Uh, indicting him, and, and he said it in his campaign, I'm going after the president, or I'm going after Donald Trump. It, it never was like that. You're supposed to, f you find out there's a crime, and then you find out who committed it. You don't first think, there's the person, we'll go get him. On the January 6th riots, not an insurrection, you find out what they did wrong, if they trespassed, if they broke into places they shouldn't be, but exercising, there it is, you have a right to a redress of your grievances, and, and now you're going to arrest people who do that? I, I never imagined that, and I start to say to our previous caller, now if the FBI came to my door, I wouldn't answer any questions unless I was forced to. They, they hold it against you if you say something that's not accurate. They could accuse you of lying to the FBI when you could just be innocent. Now you come to my door and you say you're from the FBI. I'm not going to answer anything. It's, that's what I mean by a police state. When you arrest your uh, political opponents and put them in solitary confinement, that's a police state. You don't do that with your opponents. And we could be assured that in this country that never would happen. It is happening now. You've got to be so careful what you say and what you do. That's why I chose, you actually helped me, Glenn, I chose the First Amendment because the founders knew that was the most important thing. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and in the Fourth Amendment, I may get to it today, you know, all, no unreasonable searches and seizures. These guys were incredible. And one of the people in, in the last hour I'm going to talk about life and what happens when people pass on and trying to be close to your friends. And, and Bruce Hersonson uh, taught me that. I said... Did you think, I didn't know what he would say, did you think God was involved with the founding of the United States of America? And he said, Mark, of course he was. Did you ever think how young all the founders were and they got everything just about right? I'd never thought about that before. These were brilliant people. There's Benjamin Franklin saying, a republic if you can keep it. So they not only pass the Constitution, then they have a Bill of Rights and they make it difficult to pass an amendment they understood that too. So they have a federal government, and then they want to be careful that they don't have too much power. So they give rights to the states, and they give rights to the people. And look, look at it in our laws. Congress passes a law, but the president can veto it. But then Congress can override the president if they're two-thirds of the people uh, in Congress agree with that. And then if the law is unconstitutional, there's the Supreme Court to, to come in and take care of it. Wow, what an incredible country. We produced. And then, of course, states have rights and the federal government has rights. And the left wants to undo all that. This was the greatest country ever created on the earth, and they want to turn everything back. 
They're not happy with it. They hate this country. I'm going to get into that more. I want to know what you think. But that's why I started with freedom of speech. When you get rid of freedom of speech, I'm going to talk about what happened with Tucker Carlson later, then you might as well say goodbye. There's nothing left. That That's what made us so different, that the people got all these rights, not the kings, not the queen, not the state, not some tyrant, not Joe Biden, not Obama, not his people. It's, we, that's what made this country so special. Let me know what you think. 1A Prager. 776. I'm Mark Eisler, filling in for Dennis Prager. Mark Eisler, filling in for Dennis Prager. It's tough to tease Zach. He's a, such a nice young man, and Sean's not here. And I, it's going to be a harder show for me. i got to be a little more serious, I think. Anyway, I, I appreciate your calls. I, some more people disagree with me. You want to talk about the police and the funding of them and how that compares to police state. That's fine with me. 1A Prager 776, but let's first go, because Rick wants to, uh, from uh, Frankfurt, Illinois. You want to comment on that? Hi, you're on with Mark. Yeah, I just wanted to, uh, hi, Mark. Hey, I just wanted to say, I thought you very articulately, as I heard the guy's question, my mind is spinning, and I had all the same answers as you, and I guess I don't understand how someone can't see the difference between the, the federal government, the federal police, the FBI, the CIA, uh, backing one particular political party and and assisting the other one i mean if you look i mean just use the hunter biden thing how that's been sitting for three years but you articulated that perfectly and i wish and I, this is really not but i wish i would have heard or anybody's argument that would go against what you just said so he said that that was contradictory but it's not it's perfectly clear we have people rioting and people getting arrested in chicago and that the prosecutors are politicized and they're letting them all out the police are trying to do their jobs to protect us but when you go on the federal side if you know january 6th uh i mean people that back abortion uh people that are going to school board meetings are being considered terrorists if you can't see the difference between the local police although they are trying to politicize all the you know local and state police they're having less ability to do that especially during COVID, there were places down by me that were supposed to be closed and the cops are like we're not going in and closing them i live in will county and they wouldn't do that but they were trying to even politicize the local police but the difference to me is very clear i wish i would have heard that guy's uh, reaction to your articulate description of what the difference was to see what he had to say so that's fine to comment on y- that. yes Stan, that was my fault I, I let him go too soon so i apologize for that but the fact is you you tr- you added to what i said and you made me think look look at the chicago police they they don't even want to go help out innocent people because if they're going to be accused all the time of doing something wrong I, I would wait and hesitate to go out there too and not just the chicago police that's a nationwide problem. Or as you pointed out, I could have said, the DAs now don't prosecute the letting criminals out. So why even do your job? I mean, it, it, I, I don't know why anybody would join a police force now, but that's locally. So watch how you help me, Rick. I forgot to mention the CIA. So I think I was the first talk show host, the, the only one I know that felt that the CIA had been involved in the assassination of President Kennedy. I see Dennis, to his credit, has now come a little further towards uh, maybe there was a conspiracy to assassinate President Kennedy. The more I read, the more I learn. I, I'm convinced the CIA was involved, and that's why they haven't opened up all the files. Imagine the, our premier spy agency, if I can call them that, might have been, I can't be sure, involved with the assassination of President because they disagreed with him. And if it, even if it wasn't the CIA, there were so many suspicious things going on 
So there I am. 20 years ago, I called it out, and I think I'm right. So imagine that. You can't trust the CIA. You can't trust the FBI anymore. You can't trust the Justice Department, as you pointed out. As a teacher, I should have mentioned that, right? You can't go to school board meetings without being accused of some kind of crime or being kicked out. What's happened in this country? It's unbelievable. You can't be, you, you, you can't be anti-abortion without being concerned. You, you heard about the minister that they sent the FBI to his house, and he, he didn't do any violent crime. He, you know, he was just marching at a rally at a pro-abortion, and they arrested the guy. They kicked in his door, came in with guns. It's like, I mean, and look at the difference between, I mean, even Trump at Mar-a-Lago and Biden's place where they, you know, they go in and they say, oh, we're just going to come in. And they come in with guns blazing and everything else on Trump. I mean, it, it's so ridiculous. And the thing is, is I, I talk with a lot of people, friends, neighbors, colleagues, clients. And, you know, all the stuff you see on the news, nobody believes it. Nobody agrees with it. Nobody agrees, you know, not to go to a different subject in, in women in, or men in women's sports. But yet you watch the news and over and over and over, the news is telling you things that I can't find anybody that believes. One crazy leftist sister other than that, I can't find anybody that can even buy into this stuff, you know? I mean, you have conversations with people that are uninformed about it, and you bring up information, and they're like, what? We're letting immigrants in from uh, Mexico, and they don't have to be tested or vaccinated, but if I fly out of the country and go to Europe and come back, i got to be vaccinated and tested. How does that make any sense? You're, you're, you're a great additional host today because you're adding on things that I that you trigger some thoughts on my part, like it's it's very discouraging to see that Americans don't understand most of the stuff is that's going on, as you just point. And thanks for your call, great call, Rick. That this is really going on in the United States of America. I can't believe it either. One eight Prager seven seven six. Let me know what you think, Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. On top of the special available to my listeners on the Percale and Giza Dream bed sheets, marked down as low as $29.98, Mike is now changing the game with his three piece towel set. This set is made with USA cotton, making it extremely absorbent yet still providing the soft feel you look for in a towel. This set comes with one bath, one hand towel, and one washcloth, typically retailing for $49.99. For a limited time, you can get this three-piece towel set for the low price of $19.98 with the promo code Prager. Don't miss out on these extraordinary offers. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. 800-761-6302. Use the promo code Prager or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Prager. Mark Eisler back with you again, filling in for Dennis Prager, my 15th year of doing so. And Zach is filling in for Sean today. And Sean doesn't play my song, which used to be on my local show, the way Zach is, so I really started to appreciate that. So bumper music, ah, you got Sean beat on that. He went to the doctor or something today, so he's, I'm going to make him sicker. <laughs> Zach, don't come back. I'm just kidding, Sean. No one on the air is as close to having Dennis's moral clarity and wisdom. Rush certainly did on political issues, and Dennis and I would talk about that. But no one provides insight on the great issues of the day like Dennis does. So it's truly a privilege to fill in for him all these years. 
You can reach me at Mark Eisler at AOL.com, M-A-R-K-I-S-L-E-R at AOL.com, or on Facebook at the same name. For the most part, even though I'm caller-driven, I go where you guys go, I was talking about free speech and how crucial that is to the survival of this country. The most recent example of the issues with free speech was eliminating free speech was the firing of Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson was the best investigative reporter on television. But he's silenced for now, at least temporarily. The left doesn't want to hear from opposing voices because when people hear our side, we usually win. Now here I must take some time talking about Fox News. I alluded to it in the first uh, hour. I canceled Fox News. Well, actually, I canceled Sling, if you know that uh, service. And it was $35 a month. Now it's $40 a month. I canceled it, and I only had it for Fox News, and I don't miss it. Tucker was clearly fired in some part because of his free speech that they didn't like. The Murdoch family has a right to do that. They own Fox News. It's their company. But I have a right not to watch and to cancel my subscription, which, by the way, as I said, saves me $40 a month. I don't have to pay. Fox, as far as I know, has lost hundreds of thousands of viewers and rates in stupidity up there with Bud Light and any other company like that that goes woke. But remember, Paul Ryan sits on the board of Fox News, and both Chuck Schumer and our worthless Republican leader, Mitch McConnell, called for Tucker's ouster, if you didn't know that. Isn't it great when our so-called leader agrees with the left-wing leader of the Senate Democrats? Then you know something is wrong. But what I don't understand is why so many... The lady asked me last hour, what could we do? Why so many so-called conservatives are still watching Fox News? I have no idea. If you don't stand up for your principles, what's the point of having any of them? I understand why many of the hosts stayed, it's their job and income. I get that. I'm not asking them to all quit. But, of course, wouldn't that have been courageous of some of them to say, I'm leaving because of what you did to Tucker. We've we got to have you know, our free speech and we support him. But you need to remember, get ready for this, Zach. I'm going to put you on the spot. If you appease the alligator, or the, and I can't remember. I always ask Sean this. I don't know if Zach's, Zach's doing something else now. Who's, is it the crocodile? Look it up. Or the alligator? that's going to eat you last. I forget that illusion. I don't know if it was Winston Churchill. Some of you can let me know. I've forgotten. The alga, they're just coming for you last when you start to appease them. So tell me why you stay watching Fox News, if you do, and why you're letting the liberals of Fox News get away with this. I don't get it. 1-8-Prager-776. They'll post something on Facebook, and hundreds of people, I love Fox News. This is all terrific. But there they have no excuse there's some excuse in America when they said they didn't know illegals have rights that we don't have, the last caller said, or they don't know what happens at school board meetings. Yeah, Zach, you got it for me? So it's, yeah, it was Churchill, and it was a crocodile, thanks to Zach. So I always forget that. That's an appeaser. That's the definition of an appeaser. So why are you watching Fox News? Oh, you're going to tell me some of them are good. Well, if you don't make your voices heard, what's, what's the point? That's my whole point. I said this many years ago. I think Bruce Hirschson gave it to me, but he said, no, Mark, it was yours. I didn't first become a Republican and then decided my principles. I had a series of values, and I said, oh, let's see which political party, for the most part, supports those values. And it was the Republican Party. If they stop doing that, why am I in the party? 
if Fox News goes woke, or even if it's just uh, more moderate, it doesn't share my point of view, then I'm out of here. And the only way I can show that is not watching. And I said, I got more of my life back. I teach at night, I teach adults, and I used to watch Tucker from 5 to most of the time, here at California time, 5 close to 6, and I'd rush to school. And now I got that hour back. I'm still late sometimes, but that's my sense of humor. Uh, that's because I'm so close to the school. So I want to hear your stories. What are you doing to support free speech? When they try to take it away from us, you've got to fight back. So I don't know if you've heard this. There's talk about removing AM radio from cars and the new cars. I think Ford started it. That would certainly hurt the ability to listen to Dennis and others. So you've got to let them know that. And I want to blame myself. In the, in the last hour, I'm going to talk about the passing of people and uh, your support of friendship, some ideas I have on that. But so at this memorial service, the head of Ford, CEO, I don't know, Ford the third, I don't know. Zach, look that up. Who's the head of, I'll give you some work today. Who's the head of Ford now? Because I met him at some memorial service for my friend Bert Bachman, who had the biggest Ford dealership in the world. I'll mention him next hour. But I think he was Henry Ford the third or whatever he was. So I went up to him. I said, oh, you, you gave a great eulogy, but I never buy Fords. <laughs> I wish I had said to him, I didn't think of it until later, why are you eliminating AM radio? Zach's got it. Go ahead. So who's the, where does Henry Ford, is he chairman? Or the, look up the Henry Ford. I want to know if it's the second or third. It, don't, it doesn't matter. I was just curious. Who would be hitting something up there? I want to know who I met <laughs> the other day. Anyway, I told him I only buy Toyotas. So, you know. It is what it is. I wish I had said to him just what I said. But in respect to the occasion, all I told him was what I said. Nevertheless, whatever the reason for why Ford is doing it, you can make a difference by letting them know you're not going to buy Fords if they don't have AM radio in the cars. So I'm thinking about that lady last hour said, what, what can we all do? There are things we could do. This is how dictatorships thrive, by taking away our ability to have free speech. So I want to know, here are my questions for you. Are you still watching Fox News? And why are you? I'll be nice, you know. I'll be pleasant. The last, even the other side, that caller, Zach and I were discussing, he didn't call to talk about what he talked about. That's what they do. You know, he wanted to get me on Trump when I won't support Trump or something like that. But he went off on a tangent. So I'll be nice to you. And if you're with me and you've canceled your viewership, tell me about your life. Is, did you get it back or what are you doing? It's been weeks now. I don't miss it. I'm a better person for it. In fact, even there I select. I listen to Dennis, and then that, that's about it for my day. And I, you know, you, remember the old days? We read, we did other stuff. So listen to talk hosts that you appreciate and watch TV that you appreciate. That's all I'm saying. There are other things to do with your life. Let me know what you think at 1-8-Prager-776. I'm Mark Eisler filling in for Dennis, and got a lot of great calls. So I, I oh, I got to go to what I was just talking about. Zach, let's get on Rick, if I do that right. Rick from um, Greenville, South Carolina. You're on with Mark. Hi, Mark. Oh, thank you so much. I've just been grieving so without Tucker. It was my 8 o'clock, and I've been watching Fox and everything. Tucker is a pathetic imagination, and he calls speaks for God in a way. I'm an investor. I've been in the counseling business for years, and I've never seen a man with wisdom and humor. Carlson, this stricken. I'm done for 
Rick, you, you, we have a bad connection, so put him on hold and see if he can do a little better. But I think he said kind of what I was saying, which is what made Tucker special was he was unique. I didn't say he was perfect. I disagreed with him sometimes. I don't need that in my hosts. I don't have to agree with them all the time. But he went after stories. He did investigative reporting. There's nobody like him on the air that I know of that does it the same way. I'm not even that good of an investigator. We need that. Hey, there's, this is what may have happened on January 6th. Who else is doing that besides Dennis? I don't know. But I'm saying certainly on television, that's the best I knew. I, I waited for that. And again, even you don't have to agree with someone all the time. So I, I think, yeah, we're having trouble with uh, Rick. Yeah, let's go. Okay, I want to get, see there's somebody on the police state. Um, okay, let's go. She's been, uh, Chris has been, yeah, Chris in Fort Myers, uh, Florida. You're on with Mark. Hi, th- thank you for so much for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I've, I've had a unique experience in the last six months. Uh, I'm an attorney. I'm in my 50s. I came down to visit my family in Florida, and we began to have this discussion about you know, why, when you disagree, don't you stand up and say you disagree? And I think it goes back even to what I believe it was Tocqueville who said the Congress, uh, this republic will endure until the Congress realizes they can bribe people with their own money. I mean, these folks who That's, are down here, lifelong Republicans. Hold on. I'll, I'll and, keep you on hold so you can finish your thought. we got to go to the break. Mark Eister filling in for Dennis Prager. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Mark Hester back with you again, filling in for Dennis Prager. And I, Aurora, don't leave, because uh, I want to get to you right after that. Let's go to Chris, back to Chris. So Congress is bribing the public, right, in a certain way, you were saying. Uh, oh, oh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I, I mean, the interesting thing, Mark, and thank you for taking my call. I've, I've never listened to you before. I listen to Dennis all the time, but uh, I appreciate your opinions. Thank you. Uh, very much. Um, that means I'm, I'm that busy. means you have you've missed me for 15 years. Yeah, I'm very sorry about that, but I won't do it. I won't commit the same sin. Yeah, uh, you just owe me big. Mark AOL.com. Okay, go ahead. I'll just give you all, all the right. time. No, I appreciate it. I mean, either that's how we get to good decisions. We push each other a little bit, and we that's get right. to the truth. But I'm I'm down in Florida visiting my family. I'm in my 50s. I'm an attorney and. We come from a family of lifelong Republicans, and I, I, I go to dinner with them, and, and I say, wait a minute. What you were complaining about the other day, why don't you voice this? Why don't you say it? And they, they all say, well, what can we do? 
well, what happens if somebody messes with our Social Security or our Medicare? So mm-hmm. is it fear? Is it, what to- is it what Tocqueville said back in the 1800s about, you know, Congress can bribe the public with their own money? I think there's an element of truth to that. It's, it's terribly sad. But, you know, everybody fights with their own pocketbook. And if they don't want to fight, they, they sit silent. And it's, it's, it's very troubling. It's, that's a great you know, point. that I've relied on that yeah. raised me. It's, it, it's awful. It, it's just, it's but you just, make you make a great point too, because a lot of us don't want to pay the price. I, I don't want to lose my job, but I'm lucky because I said you haven't heard me, so you haven't heard this before. One of the reasons I'm still teaching is they don't know who I am, and so it, they'll say all the other teachers and others they'll say all kinds of things that are outrageous, and they assume everybody's on the left, who's in the school system. But some of them, they're getting, you know, I'll, I'll voice my opinions on things. But I understand the price. I don't expect Sean Hannity to quit because uh, Tucker's off. I get that. I, I don't expect people to, to leave their jobs. But I do expect viewers, and that's why I'm going to Aurora next. She said she canceled her Sling subscription, too. You can do stuff like that. It, it starts to make a difference. Uh, great call, Chris. I appreciate it very much. Let's go now to Aurora. I promised uh, myself that I'd get to Aurora in Chicago, Illinois. Zach, uh, let's get Aurora on. If you see her at the bottom there on the screen, and thank you. Aurora. Here I am. Here you are. Here I am. Hi, my name's Andrea, and I live in uh, Aurora, but that's uh, okay. That's all I, I see. My, wait, wait. You... Uh, where's the, do we have punishment room stuff? Uh, we don't have time. You do have <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> to poor Suzette, I won't. Don't do it, Zach. It's it's my. I'm just reading the screen, so I read Aurora in Chicago, think... Illinois. Go ahead. I think she was so excited to get a call. Um, I I canceled Sling, and I only had it to watch Fox News. Me too. And I canceled Fox Nation, and now I'm saving myself four hours every night. I don't watch Tucker through Gutfield. I have my nights free, but I miss I miss Tucker, of course. I think the biggest hope is a constitutional convention. There's a a group who are right now there are twenty or twenty to twenty one states who are calling for a constitutional convention because that's the only way we can. Uh, get rid of the, the Uniparty in Washington, D.C. So I'm contributing to that every month, and I'm feeling hopeful. Fantastic. You, you made my day that you also – it doesn't have to be sling for those out there. It depends on which service you use. But it felt so good. See, when you find out – and that's what I try to share before – these minority on the left – they get the media, right? They get the schools. So we hear their view. They're way out of proportion of what the average person believes on most of the issues. So just hearing a fellow person, I canceled my Sling subscription. You canceled your Sling subscription. I'm not picking on Sling, but, but you're right. I, that's the only reason I had them was for Fox News. And you said the same thing, which is you got your life back. You know, it, it's unbelievable. Dennis and Rush were certainly two that were worth listening because I, I look for people who influence me, who bring me new ideas, things I've never thought of. And that's what Dennis does all the time. Oh, I, I never thought of that that way. And Rush did it too. Wow, I, I know politics really well, but I never thought of that. Tucker did investigative reporting like nobody else was doing. Fox News, Murdoch's, you don't get to do that. I, 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 I'll miss some of the shows I might have liked, not that I... There were many shows on there I liked. It's worth it. We've got to pay the price. So that's the message, too, and thanks for your call, that we've got to do our small part to start to make a difference. We've got to get rid of Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney and the rest of them. 
I, I was a delegate for Mitt Romney. I've said it on the air for a lot of years now. That's one of my biggest regrets. I didn't know who he was. But that's my fault to not have done the research enough to see he turned a little bit. I should have known that. How can we support those people without values and our, our principles? All right. Let's go. Oh, oh, so here someone wants to challenge me. Let's get Dennis on in Chicago about Fox. Dennis, you're on with Mark. Okay, first I want to say uh, how much we appreciate 560 Radio and all the the announcers on there that have the same views that we have as being Republicans or conservatives. And I also wanted to mention to you about the caller that has said about the 100 policemen that were beaten up the day of what they call insurrection, which was not. They were were watching the wrong channels. That's the problem. All the the TV channels and the the newspapers have on about what happened that day, which is totally false. Yep. I didn't hear it either. Uh, And, Zach, we were talking about it. We didn't hear it either. We may have missed it, but I never saw where 100 police officers were beaten. Uh, and what is that? That doesn't change anything anyway. But go ahead, Dennis. But you disagree with yeah. me about Fox. Go ahead. Well, we, about Fox is that we. No, I don't disagree with you about Fox. But my problem is that we watch Mark Levin, and he, and to us, he's pro-Trump. So it's hard to give up. Uh, I can see he give up most of Fox, but it's very hard to give up on Mark Levin. Yeah, but he's on as an example. Maybe not in your area. He's on the Salem. Our channel is Salem, and I get it in Los Angeles. And I'm sure you can go online and pick him up. On his radio channel. I know he does a great job on his television show, but there are other ways to do it, to be resourceful. But meanwhile, if you don't show Fox you care, I don't know how you watch them or what, if you pay for it, then they'll just go on doing it. They'll just say, right, we can right. get rid of these people. And they, they, By the way, as far as I can tell, they're not supporting Trump next time. That, that okay. should matter to you. So you've got to pay that price. I thought, right. it would, yeah, I thought it would bother me leaving Fox. It didn't. It, it was a plus. And this is not about trying. You guys get to do what you want. I'm not saying this should be a boycott. I'm just saying that's an example of where you could make a difference. So, well, how do we find out? Like, how do we find out? Like, what news channels or what, what uh, uh, punch who, who, in, companies are against? Yeah, pu- punch up Mark Levin, and you'll find how to find him. And I know you can get him on our network, Salem. That's what you right, should do. But how do, how, but how do we know about what companies or what uh, you know are, are on, the, on the left and not uh, are Republican? How well, do we find out like what companies we support that we should not be supporting? Well, I, you know, you, if you read and follow things, you can see. Like I know Target's done stuff lately. We know about Disney, right? You just you could do your research and find out oh, what's going on and uh, which companies to support and which not. Yeah, right. That I forgot that. That's a great point. We certainly should be supporting those companies who think the way we do and those who've gone woke i'll never go to a, a disney movie so that i don't i don't want to take a call right now one eight prager seven seven six we only have a few seconds left yeah don't support these companies that have gone so far woke why would you ever support disney oh you it's a great movie you want to say no you gotta stand up for your principles i'm not perfect at this but i try to do it where i can one eight prager seven seven six mark i start filling in for dennis prager Mark Heister for Dennis Prager. The board is filled, as it usually is with me. Uh, so stay on. I'll try to get to all of you. Uh, so even if it's the next hour, I'll try to get. There are great calls. Some of them are different. But here's someone who I think is challenging me. Let's get uh, Carrie in Winfield, Illinois on. Carrie, you're on with Mark. Hi, Mark. Uh, my, my point is, who else is there to go to? where we can see so many good people that are still on the Tucker's Hour 
and Laura Ingram and Hannity listening to Brett Baer. I mean, if we stop watching, where are we going to go? Well, first of all, you added Brett Baer. I don't like Brett Baer anymore. I never watch him anymore. Before I cut Fox News, if you watched election night, it was very clear how anti-Trump he was. In my opinion, that was the end of Brett Baer for me. But here's my point. If you don't stand up, there are others. By the way, there's a caller, maybe I won't get to Gary in Chicago. He says you need to tune into Real America's Voice. I know there are others out there, too. There are other channels that you can investigate. There, there is competition out there to answer that question. But if you don't stand up for your principles, then they get away with it. That's the point. So I enjoyed watching Tucker, and sometimes Hannity, Hannity, in my opinion, talks too much or doesn't give the listener, the uh, guests a chance to talk enough, but that's just my opinion. My wife opinion. talked too much, but I still live with her. Well, that's your choice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You know, I, that's it. <laughs> but, 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 but I'm just trying to say that you've got to stand up for your principles. So you'll find other alternatives to them but if you don't then they get away with this that's the whole point well, yeah and i'm not and i'm not paying additionally on my cable service to listen to somebody uh, else i can't afford that you can't uh, afford that yeah so you so there's too many other issues going on besides paying for another conservative site to go listen to gotcha but you know you can get you know you certainly listen to salem our, our different hosts and stuff like that right but you also you right. can go on the way uh, you there are breitbart there are other sites where i get my news from you know, and even Fox News, I you know, occasionally I, I don't do it much. I might look for a news story there. But in general, there, you, there's a way to do it. But you've got to teach these guys a lesson. By the way, Murdoch's sons are certainly more liberal. But I think, from all I can tell, I'm no expert on this, it looks like the big boss made the decision. It looks like McConnell and uh, Ryan were in on this. You've you got to teach these guys a lesson. Or Mitt Romney, how do you teach these people we won't accept this? If, you know, if you don't do it in times like this. So a uh, great point. I what I, I got to tell you this, Carrie. What I like most was when you said your wife talked too much. So you, you got to live with her. I hope she's not listening. But <laughs> No, she's not. <laughs> have, have a great day. I said it partly in jest, but I, that was oh, no, it's too late. to make a it's, point. It's on the air now. Too, too late. Sorry. <laughs> have a great day. Thanks, Carrie. Let's go. Um, He's waiting so long. Oh, no. Let's go to Yvonne in Chicago. Yvonne, you're on with Mark. Hi. Hi. How are you? Well. Good. Um, I just want to say that I just stopped watching Fox the day that uh, Tucker was fired. Mm -hmm. I just gave it all up totally. Haven't put it on for one second ever since. I think it's terrible, and like you said, we've got to stick to our guns, and somebody's got to do something. So now I just watch Newsmax. Okay, whatever alternative you want. I, I, you know, I, I, I could pick on lots of channels. I know some of these people. I, I'm not going to say his name. I know the head of CEO. I think he supported Trump before. I know him personally, actually, of Newsmax. But I don't want to eliminate everybody. Maybe that's a good point. No one's, no one's perfect at this, but where we can... We we got to try to do what we can. This is not. Thanks for your call, Yvonne. This is not about picking on Fox News. There are so many companies, but they're they're more about free speech, right? So where you can, you, you they take away free speech. We're finished. That's my point of view. If if they do that, then what what's the point of it all? Rick, we got you back. Rick in uh, Greenville, South Carolina. You're on with Mark. Hi, Rick. Hi. Thank you. Can you hear me? I can. Oh, great. Well, as I was saying, Tucker Carlson, I'm 75, but Tucker Carlson is to me today what Walter Cronkite was in my 
years at Bowdoin College, which is one of Trinity's competitors of Tucker Carlson. Mm -hmm. And we depended on Walter Cronkite to give us a challenge to the deep state of the government against Vietnam. And we were taught that free speech is integral part of America. And we believed that in 1970. And now we find out the deep state is, is... what we've all been fighting against. Yep. Uh, thanks for your call, Rick. I'm glad you got back on. Yeah, it, this day is about free speech. That's what I'm talking about. We lose the free speech. Put up the gun at a business sign. That's that's the point. Let me know what you think. 1A Prager 776. Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. It's Mark Eisler back with you again, filling in for Dennis Prager. As always, you can reach me at markeisler at AOL.com. I apologize for AOL, but uh, 20 years I've had that. M-A-R-K-I-S-L-E-R at AOL.com. Or on Facebook and the same name. I'm truly fortunate to be filling in for Dennis in my 15th year now. And even more fortunate to have him as my friend for much longer than that. And I can tell you, those of you out there that don't know him personally, that Dennis is the same off the air as he is on. That's not true of every talk show host, but I'm not telling you on the air who I'm thinking about who might be a little different on the air and off the air. But with Dennis, you get to know the real person when you hear him on the air. And if anything, I don't know if Zach knows this, he shows much more of a sense of humor off the air because he has more opportunity, has more time. Yeah, yeah. Sex looking surprised. We never seem to make enough time in our busy lives for the most important people. So this hour, you can stay on uh, politics and so on, but I want to get to this theme because it concerns me. And worse, before you know it, they may not be here. That is one of the drawbacks of living long, watching your friends pass. My mother lived to 98, almost just about 98 years old. And so after a while, you don't, you don't have any friends left, just about. And that's pretty sad. I thought of two such special people who passed recently. Ed Ames, actor, singer, political activist, and my good friend. He wasn't happy that I often referenced, I don't know if you could find this too, Zach. It'll probably take too long anyway. He was part of the longest laugh in television history He was trying to teach Johnny Carson, the Tonight Show fame, the best one that was ever on, how to throw a tomahawk or a hatchet. I almost forget now what it was. And he, because Ed Ames was on Daniel Boone, the TV show Daniel Boone. And it landed on the silhouette of, of a man in a very unfortunate spot. And after two minutes of laughing by the studio audience, Johnny was amazing. He grabbed Ed by the shoulder and said, I didn't know you were Jewish. And then the audience laughed for two more minutes. It's arguably the longest laugh in television history. You, you got it, Zach? You want to play just a bit? going crazy. Johnny comes up to me. I think we're going to have that part. 
didn't even know you were Jewish. <laughs> All right, wait, it's four minutes long. We, we can't. And Ed just felt he was. He was such an accomplished singer and an actor. And I said, uh, my friend. And when I played a recording of him singing, My Cup Runneth Over with Love, his wife said she had the speakers on throughout the house. I think they lived in Beverly Hills. And she got chills just listening to it. So can we just play a little bit of that, Zach, now? My Cup Runneth Over. Are we ready? <laughs> Sometimes in the morning when shadows are deep I lie here beside you just watching you sleep And sometimes I whisper what I'm thinking of My cup runneth over with love He was an unbelievable singer, and that's how he wanted to be remembered. Love you, Ed Ames. Rest in peace. Another friend from me, and Dennis is always talking about some of the times people uh, are famous and they're not good, and I, we all know that, and, and good people are not famous. Another friend for me was the owner of the largest Ford dealership in the world, Bert Bachman. He passed a week or well, he passed a little longer ago, but his service was a week or two ago. He was not only a successful businessman who started from the ground up, to eventually become the president or whatever they called him, but he lived the American dream. He started from the bottom just as a salesman and worked his way up to own, again, the largest Ford dealership in the world. He was a good and kind man who made a difference in his community. And he was chairman of the L.A. Police Commission for 16 years when policemen were respected. He gave to his community time and time again. When someone asked him something, he was there. So I want to tell you a couple of stories with me. In my case, I ran for the state assembly in California. I called him up one day and I asked for a golf cart. I thought that'd be cute to ride around the San Fernando Valley with a golf cart with a, my name all over it. I thought figured it would be great politically. Maybe it was because I think I got, what, uh, 46% of the vote in an overwhelming Democrat district. I almost won. I, I, I get myself in trouble. Kevin McCarthy then was the assembly minority leader. He promised to help me. He never did, but that, that, I'm sharing stuff with you. I probably shouldn't. Anyway, the next thing I knew, one of his managers called me up and said, Mark, when are you picking up the golf cart? So he, he, he was amazing, and he also had great insight. I've got to tell you the story. He was taking me around meeting people at a, a community event of some kind, fancy event, and he introduced me to the first important person, and he said, Mark has a great radio show. And I said, Bert, at that time, it was a TV show. Then he takes me around some more, looks at me, and he introduces me to the next person. And he says, Mark has a great radio show. And I said meekly at that point, Bert, it's a television show. Then when the third person came up to us, Bert kind of stared at me and said for the third time, Mark has a great radio show. And I said nothing. Bert was distinguished. And this is one of those people you just don't argue with. You don't argue with Bert Bachman. You ready for this? A few weeks later, I got a call to do my first radio show. And I never knew two, weeks, two decades later thinking about it, here I am still doing radio. And did he know something? He was a very bright guy. Why did he keep insisting I did a radio show? 
It, it was almost a little eerie. Did he have great insight? I mean, just those things happen in our life sometime. And I wanted to, so great man. I want to talk to this audience. I can mention Viola Elder, Larry Elder's mom, who I adored. It has been many years since she passed, but oh, how I miss her and her laugh. We became dear friends, and Larry used to call her up on his Friday on Friday on his local radio show, and throw questions her way. She had a unique way of answering, and Larry called her the Supreme Court Justice. So that fooled many people, including my mom, who said to me once, I didn't know Viola was a justice. She wasn't a justice. Larry called her that because she was adjudicating kind of questions and problems that he would ask her. But so many people thought of that. And speaking of my mom, I'll never get over her passing. I think about her all the time, and she was never famous in any way except devoting her life to raising her three sons and paying the bills. So why do I bring all of this up? Because life is so short, and you need to spend as much time as possible with your friends and family. And I've been negligent, and that's why I mentioned Viola. I, I just didn't find the time to go over when she would invite me. And you can never show the people you love enough times how much you care about them and love them. So I want you to call me up at 1-800-776, I'm sorry, 1-8-Prager-776 to tell me your stories and whether you make sure you do what's really important in life. As one of my brothers shared with me once, no one ever says on their deathbed, I wish I had worked another week. It's always about their friends and family. I regret not spending more time with Ed and Bert and Viola and, of course, my mom. And I also want you to consider this. As Dennis says, and I, I've repeated, I had to speak to a group, if this on earth is all there is, it's all a cruel joke. The idea that Mother Teresa and Adolf Hitler share the same fate is more than depressing. Those who believe in a good God can take solace that he would be unlikely to do that. And when this is all over, we get to be again with those we love. Let me know what you think, not on religious grounds for any of this, but what you think on a practical basis. Do you spend enough time with your friends? How do you make time for them? Do you tell the people you love often enough that you love them? And finally, do you think we'll meet up with your loved ones again? Let, let me know what you think. At 1-8-Prager-776, <clears throat> I'm Mark Eisler filling in for Dennis Prager. <laughs> Mark Eisler, sitting in for Dennis Prager. Go to your calls. Let's go to Bill. I think he wants to react to what I was saying. Bill, you're on with Mark. Uh, hey, uh, I've been hearing a lot about, you know, free speech um, on, on the show and uh, about what happened to uh, Tucker. And um, I, I practice constitutional law, um, so I spend every day. Uh, I'm a public defender, but most of the cases that I take from the depot are people who've had their rights violated in some way. And I just want to speak on what I hear because most people don't know their rights or really know what, what protections the government is willing to offer them um, and what a lawyer can do for them. But when, when people say that their First Amendment to, to free speech is violated, um, there are six clauses to that amendment, which I'm not going to go through because it's long. Yep. But there aren't... Um, when Tucker is fired because Fox News wants more money uh, and they think that they'll make more by letting him go, that's not a violation of his free speech 
until the government, unless the government steps right, in. Right, but we, we don't know if that's why he was fired. We we don't know for sure. We, a lot but of we suspect- do know that it was a private. We what what we know for sure is that it was a private yeah. endeavor. Yeah, I don't know if you um, heard me say that they have a perfect right to fire him. I don't argue that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hear, and also I heard that someone said that they couldn't use that God was censored um, when they said God. It's when you're interacting through private means, there's no, there's very few times where you have uh, any case for um, free speech. No, that was the sister. She she wasn't making the case that she had a legal issue. She was just offended by it on on an ethical and personal basis. So I I I appreciate your call. I think that people understand that, that, you know, uh, certainly we have to be consistent on the conservative side that uh, companies and businesses, same thing, they have a right to do what is in the, they think is in their own best interest. But we also have a right not to want to watch it, not to want to be involved with it. But we do need to be involved with the politics. So people have been asking, what can we do to make a difference? So I, I want to make this one clear. We have to defeat them. or We might as well say goodbye to this republic. So we have to choose the right candidate next time. And uh, last time I was on, I remember we went back and forth about whether it should be President Trump or Governor DeSantis. Let me know what you think while I give you my take at 1A Prager 776. First, the other candidates. You may know that I'm friends with Larry Elder, and I think he'd be a great president. I was even closer, as I mentioned, to his mom. But more of that, as I said, when I talk about friendships, I mentioned Viola. Can Larry gain traction? Maybe. I don't know. I'm always as honest as I can be. But no one is better than Larry at presenting our side, sorry, our side with all the facts to the people who have never heard it and are willing to be open-minded. That being said, so Larry is certainly a consideration, the other candidates are a waste of your votes. Mike Pence was a huge disappointment going back to he could have saved us from the swamp. He had a chance to save this country and just said some disputed, send some disputed electors back to the states, which had been done previously, to adjudicate the results, which is specified in the Constitution. The states have control over election law. But he had no courage, and he has too many friends in the swamp like Paul Ryan. So there, I got rid of him. Nikki Haley is a self-serving, disloyal politician who threw President Trump over the bus when it was convenient. I have no use for people who don't show loyalty. Loyalty is an important characteristic for me. Uh, I tell the story, and my friend Bruce Hirschson taught me this. Uh, Nixon, uh, during the resignation time, Bruce went up, I think he said the second floor of the White House, Mark, do you know what that is? And he said that, I guess, I, I don't remember, private quarters. He said to President Nixon, we can beat this thing, you shouldn't resign. And President Nixon, who's hated by a lot of people, that this awful, terrible person said, I wouldn't do this to the country. Bruce taught me if I didn't already know about loyalty. So, yeah, there was McConnell's wife. She turned on him. The education sector, I forget all these people, turned on Trump at the end. And so did Nikki Haley. I, I, I don't have much respect for people who do that. And when things are tough, they just abandon their friends. The others, like Chris Christie, are full of themselves and shouldn't be taken seriously. Oh, Asa Hutchinson, another one. Hey, I don't blame these people for money. They get great publicity. I remember the story about Jack Kemp. When he ran uh, for office, he didn't win, obviously. But when it was over, his speaking fees went up, I think, from $10,000 a speech to $50,000 a speech. So I get that. I get why they run. 
If I was credible, I'd probably do it too. Hey, my speaking fees would go up. Tim Scott is a good guy, but not tough enough in my opinion, and maybe not conservative enough for me. My choice is President Trump, but we must be sure he can win. He was a great president, better than I ever imagined. And he may be the only one capable of taking on the swamp. I'm sure the next time, if he gets the opportunity, he'll do it with even more vigor. Why did I say vigor? Zach will never know what I am talking about. But I use the term vigor because that's, I'm not probably saying, I'm not saying my Massachusetts accent. That's how President Kennedy and Robert Kennedy used to talk. They do, I remember that word. I don't know why. But Robert Kennedy Jr. is now running for president on the Democrat side. They'll probably never choose him. But it wouldn't be the end of the world if Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was the nominee for the Democrats. But all the rest from Joe Biden on up will continue to destroy this country. So I could be wrong, but I see the race as being between Trump and DeSantis. And I don't tr- totally trust DeSantis. I get myself in trouble on this one. For one thing, it may not be fair, but you can judge someone, don't they say this, by the company they keep. That's why Sean is not here and I try not to keep company with Sean. What do you got? You got a clip for me? Oh, okay, okay. Zach, I can still be friendly with. I thought he had a clip for me. So who are some of the supporters urging DeSantis to run or supporting him? The Bushes. That should be enough for you right there that the Bushes are supporting DeSantis and include Carl Rove in that group and Paul Ryan, who sits on the board of Fox. The Murdochs look like they favor DeSantis, and they've turned on Trump. And many politicians like Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney and the other Senate swamp dwellers, as if that wasn't enough, they all support DeSantis. So as I said, I care about loyalty. So where was his loyalty? He wouldn't be governor if not for Trump. I think there were a number of people trying to get Trump's endorsement in Florida, and Trump gave it to DeSantis, if I'm right. So where's his loyalty? I I don't get that. So that's an important quality for me, and DeSantis doesn't have it. Now, I understand that winning next time is the most important thing, and if it's clear that the only way we can win is with DeSantis, I can be persuaded that way. So let me know what you think, who should be our nominee, and why. And if you care to comment on who should be their nominee, you'll probably say they would never elect Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and you're right, but I could live with him. I agree with him on some issues, and most I don't, but he has courage. That's a big one. So let me know what you think. 1A Prager 776. It's not going to be Kamala Harris. I mean, I think they see she's even worse than Joe Biden in the numbers, if that's possible. Oh, maybe it'll be uh, Michelle Obama. Ah, they could pull that one on us at the last minute. So it's your choice for the nomination. Let me know what you think. 1A Prager 776. Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. Mark Eisler for that guy that you just heard. What's his name? Oh, Dennis Prager. I, I know that guy. We're talking about politics, whether it's Trump or DeSantis or any other choices. And here's another choice. Let's get Darina on in Washington. Uh, you're on with Mark. Hi. I was wondering what you thought about the candidate, Tim Scott. Um, I think he stands for a lot of our values, and I don't see that he has such a disruptive background that DeSantis and Trump have. You're right. He's a good guy in that sense. I mean, you know, and I said you probably didn't hear me. I think he's a good guy. I don't know if he's the fighter I want, and I don't know if he's as conservative as I am. 
I can't remember some of the issues over the years that he wasn't as strong as I was, but that's my personal mm -hmm. preference. So, you know, you, he's a good guy. He'd be a great candidate. So we don't disagree there. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Appreciate Bye -bye. it. I want to get to as many as I can. Uh, okay, let's go to Tim in, what is that, Messina? Uh, or I can't see. Mesa. Oh, they didn't spell it right. Mesa, Arizona. That's why. As the teacher in me, I saw an MS. Mesa, Arizona. You're on with Mark. <laughs> Tina. Tim. Hey, Mark. Yes. Uh, as you know, Trump will get his 40% in the general election. Biden will get his 40%. It's the middle 20% that decides elections in this country. They're not going to go for Trump. I'm telling you. Uh, they, they've had enough of the drama. They may like the policies, but they've just had enough of Trump. Uh, I think it's either going to be DeSantis or someone else uh, to get the majority of that middle 20%. Don't you think they'll uh, the just... The only thing that may hold... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry? Uh, no, you go. Uh, the, the only thing that might hold DeSantis back is the abortion thing. He went down to six weeks in Florida. That's a turnoff for a lot of female voters. I wish the Republicans would, would back off on the abortion thing because, to me, I'll trade that for a secure border, a better economy... Uh, lower gas prices, better foreign policy any day of the week. They, and by the way, you know, I'm sure you sound very sharp. They'll destroy DeSantis or whoever we have. I mean, will they destroy him to the extent yeah. that Trump is disliked? I don't know. That's why I'm open. I, I said the last time I was on for Dennis, I said, the last one who talks to me influences me the most. But, Tim, thanks for your call. Let's go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn, New York. Jacqueline, did you know that's where I'm from? Hello, Jacqueline. No. Did, you, did you, you didn't know that, huh? I did not. No, I'm, I'm happy to hear that, Mark. We're in Brooklyn. So I taught at PS 188, which I'm going to visit. I'm coming into New York tonight. Oh. I, I taught there for years in Coney Island. I lived in Seagate, and I know Brooklyn very well. So Not far from me. I'm in the Bensonhurst Gravesend area. Sure, I know where you yeah. are. Yeah. yeah and I'll be there tonight. I'll be there tonight, so I need a lift to buy my car I'm getting. Could you pick me up? Absolutely. No problem. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thanks, though. <laughs> you understand what Brooklyn people are. They are loyal. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. And I am uh, extremely loyal to President Trump. And uh, for the reasons that you stated, I, I do not think that uh, DeSantis has a chance. I disagree with your previous caller. Um, those of us that are extremely loyal to President Trump stand by him. Uh, he has proven himself he has had both feet in the swamp with the swamp creatures. He knows how to deal with them. He learned firsthand from his experience. I used to say, in my opinion, I'm, I'm 58, soon to be 59, and I used to say that, in my opinion, President Trump was probably one of the best presidents in recent history, at least in my lifetime. Now I say, in my opinion, he is the best president that this country has ever had. Uh, I would I would go with Lincoln, but Trump is way up there because and you thanks for your call and I hate to get rid of a Brooklyn person, but I'll I'll be there tonight or at least uh, tomorrow morning. Um, no one's going to fight like he is. I don't believe any of them will fight this. That's why they hated his so, him so much. And and there, let's go to Ted and Yonkers. Ted, you're on with Mark. I think yeah, go ahead, Ted. Uh, hey, Mark. Thanks yeah. for taking my call. I with the caller before the caller was about, and I agree with her since we're both from the same state. Um, Trump, first of all, what other candidate can you mention that has been a donor to the opposing side for multiple years and knows how they work inside and out other than Donald Trump? 
Of course, they could say, well, he supported Democrats in the past, right? That could be the other side. Uh, so we got we got to be consistent on that. But you are right. Uh, thanks for your call. Uh, he's a fighter. Is DeSantis the same kind of fighter? Or does the Bush link and people like that, Romney and all the others who are probably supporting him, does that mean he's going to be beholden to them in any way? But I agree. The ultimate is- issue is who can win. One eight Prager seven seven six Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager. Mark Eisler for Dennis Prager, and you can reach me Mark Eisler at AOL.com, M A R K I S L E R at AOL.com, or on Facebook, the same name. I before I forget it, this is a team effort. It's not just done by me. The studio manager is Rick, technical director Alejandro, call screener Suzette, and of course Zach uh, guiding me along the way, technical producer I've known for years, all terrific part of the team. Got very little time left, so I apologize. Do it quickly. Kathy in Phoenix, Arizona, you're on with Mark. Yes, I am so tired of all of the stuff against Trump that I'm ready to vote for DeSantis. I like DeSantis. I love Trump. But I'm afraid it's going to be a repeat of the hatred and stir up all of that again. And I am so over it that um, DeSantis hopefully will be a fresh start. I think he can win. And uh, But if he's not the nominee and Trump is, I will vote for Trump. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Tom in Los Alamitos, you're on with Mark. Real quickly, Tom. Mark, Mark great job. Uh, I did not vote for Trump the first time. I'm an evangelical Christian. I couldn't conceive of it and, of course, couldn't conceive of voting for Hillary, so I just didn't vote, which is an awful thing to say. So I did have to vote for Trump the second time because he proved himself. Trump, I'm talking to this audience right now. I think most of you are like me listening. He's angry. And that is what we have to have, a guy who's angry. Uh, the rest of them are concerned. They're, they're concerned. Trump is pissed, and I want him in there. Sounds good. Uh, I don't know if we have time. Do we have time, Zach? Let's grab another one. John in Pennsylvania, you're on with Mark. Uh, hi. Hi. I just have, uh, I guess, a question. I just don't understand something. Uh, the Trump voter enthusiasts um, seem to absolve Trump for losing the White House and for losing the Senate and for losing the House. And I, I find it odd. They want to hold everyone else accountable for various things, but they don't want to hold the former president accountable for losing in a most in a most in a, an egregious way. And so I, I just find it odd. I'd be curious to hear what folks think about that and why they seem to just give him a pass for losing. Yeah, we just about run out of time. But, but you're right about that. But McConnell was involved, too. you got to recognize that. You can't let him go, some of the stuff he did, but it's too long to get into now. I just want to finish. We've been talking about free speech for the most part, and that's why we need the right candidate. We've got to get it right this time, whether it's DeSantis, Trump, or someone like Larry Elder, who I adore. But whatever you do out there, get involved. Do what you can to save this country. If we lose free speech, it's over. I always finish my shows the same way. It's a privilege to have a microphone in the greatest country in the history of the world. Until next time, I'm Mark Eisler. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, 
commercial-free every single day, become a member of Pragertopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.